When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 676, An Entrepreneurial Leap of Faith, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm Dan, I am your narrator here, and your host, and welcome to Optimal Startup Daily, where today I'm gonna read to you from our friend J.D. Roth's site, Get Rich Slowly. So let's do it, as we optimize your life. An Entrepreneurial Leap of Faith, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. My friend Sparky called last night. I'm thinking of starting my own business, he said. I need some advice. I wondered why he wanted my advice until I realized that I help run a million-dollar-plus family business. For the past six years, I've operated a small computer consulting firm on the side, and I've often mentioned how I treat Get Rich Slowly as being similar to a business venture, in mindset, not in application. Sparky's proposed bike-fitting business seems very much like my computer consulting business. They're more similar than different. We spent an hour discussing best practices and the entrepreneurial leap of faith. What made you decide to do this? I asked. It's crazy, Sparky said. I was biking to work the other day and it hit me. I recognized I had a passion for something and I couldn't deny it. I love bikes. I want to help people find the right bike. I'd be good at it. Then I got to thinking about that CD you made for your 31st birthday. Back then you said it represented your entrance into adulthood. We're 37 now and I don't feel like an adult. I agreed. I still feel like I'm 17, I said. I told him about my own eureka moment, the spark of inspiration for this blog. I said, quote, I was soaking in the bath, reading Laurel Langemeyer's The Millionaire Maker, when something in the book hit me like a ton of bricks. I realized I had a passion for personal finance and wanted to share it. I put the book down, got out of the tub, didn't even towel off, and sat down naked at the computer to draw up plans for Get Rich Slowly. Sparky laughed. Too much information, he said, but yeah. This was like that. I had a flash and knew that I could do it, that I should do it. His voice was edgy. He was nervous. He was bursting with enthusiasm, with excitement, and with trepidation. That's awesome. It's a great combination for a new entrepreneur to have. You want to be eager, but you also want to be a little scared. So what advice can you offer me? He asked. I replied, well, first of all, you need to know that I'm no business expert. All I can do is give you anecdotes based on my experience. Some of what I tell you might be wrong. You're going to need to consult an accountant. To my mind, the most important thing you can do at the start is to keep your business accounts and personal accounts separate. Open a checking account specifically for the business. Deposit $100 or $500 or $1,000, whatever you think you'll need. Document everything that enters and leaves that account. Keep files. Don't intermingle business and personal funds. Why is this important? Asked Sparky. It accomplishes a number of things, I said. 
It helps you know the status of your business and it covers your ass in case something goes wrong. It also helps your tax preparer. Most of all, it makes the IRS happy. They don't wanna see you mixing funds. They wanna know if your business is making money or losing it. Your business needs to make money in three out of five years to even be considered a business and not a hobby. On a related note, as much as possible, don't incur debt. Some businesses have to. If you were opening a bookstore, you'd probably have to go into debt to stock your inventory. But for your bike fitting business, you shouldn't have many upfront expenses. You already have excellent personal finance skills and those should stand you in good stead here. My box company, which has hundreds of thousands in inventory, is completely debt-free, though it wasn't at the start. What about training? Asked Sparky. Training is an exception, I said. Be willing to spend for training. Buy the books and manuals you need. Take classes. If you can avoid debt, do it, but be willing to view training as a necessary business expense, much like paying for college in the real world. I hope to borrow some of the books I need, said Sparky. I want to keep my expenses down. That's a great attitude. I said, this is the kind of business you can start on the side and slowly grow into. You're not planning to quit your current job, are you? Not at all, he said. Excellent, don't quit your day job. For a business like yours or like my computer consulting gig, it's best to begin by working evenings and weekends. This allows you to get a feel for it to discover if you truly wanna pursue it full time. In my case, I discovered that although the money was five times what I make at the box factory, I really didn't wanna work with computers the rest of my life. Right, Sparky said, but at the same time, I'm prepared to quit if my business is successful. If I can make X dollars a month at bike fitting, that's a sign I can make it on my own and I'll do it. Perfect. Your advice is great so far, said Sparky. Looking back, what are three things you'd do differently if you started over today? Three things, huh? I said. Well, first, I'd be confident. People come to me for computer help because they don't know the answers and they'll come to you for bike fittings because they don't know how to figure this out themselves. They're lost. They want us to guide them. They don't want to think that we're lost too. Even if you don't know where you are, act like you do. When you start out, there will be times that you feel overwhelmed. You'll feel like you're drowning. Don't let your clients see this. Remain calm. They don't know you're scared. If you're really in over your head, break off the meeting and set up a time to get back together. Research that which was giving you trouble. You'll get it. Sparky interrupted. That reminds me, how should I price my services at the start? Well, that's another thing I'd do differently, I said. When I started my computer consulting business, I made myself available dirt cheap. I charged $25 an hour. I hated it. I absolutely loathed it. I wasn't making enough to keep me happy, and the customers who didn't know me suspected they were getting somebody who didn't know what he was doing. Charge the going rate, or something close to it. If a bike fitting normally costs $150, don't do one for $75. Charge $125 at a minimum. You may feel like you're taking advantage of people, but they won't. They expect to be charged that much, and you can deal with any pricing complaints on a case-by-case basis. Right, Sparky said. That's what I'd already decided with one of my mentors. Mentors? Yeah, I know a couple of guys who do bike fittings in other cities, and I bought one of them lunch the other day. He let me pick his brain. Great move, I said. That's the third thing I'd do differently. Use your contacts. Networking is an important tool. Sparky laughed. Networking is often treated as a joke, he said. It's not a joke, I said. I know, he said. I see that now. I told him that I have a good friend who is an accountant. One of my oldest friends is a lawyer. Professionals like these are good friends to have. Moreover, my network of family and friends was my best source for new computer jobs when I was starting out. Networking isn't about superficiality, I said. 
it's about cultivating friendships and acquaintanceships. It's like in The Godfather. You do something for me, I do something for you. Most people like to help. I've started doing this a little, said Sparky. I know a guy who owns a bike shop and he's going to let me rent space in it for cheap. And I called you, didn't I? We laughed. I'm so emotionally charged by this, Sparky told me. But at the same time, I'm scared. Exactly, I said. That's how you know you're on the right path. You're stupid if you're not scared. You're even stupider if you're not excited. That's the entrepreneurial mentality. You just listened to the post titled An Entrepreneurial Leap of Faith by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And thanks to JD, who considers himself just a regular guy who has learned about money through the School of Hard Knocks. By 2004, he had acquired over $35,000 of consumer debt through credit cards, personal loans, and a car loan, and was living paycheck to paycheck on a salary of $50,000 a year. He didn't have any savings, and in October of that year, he hit rock bottom, drafted a three-year plan to get out of debt, and never looked back. In less than a year, he had set aside a $5,000 emergency fund and had increased his cash flow by $750 per month. He put that into debt reduction, and in December of 2007, only three years later, and right on schedule, he became debt-free for the first time in his adult life. And today, he's an early retiree. So come by GetRichSlowly.org for a lot more info, lots of articles there and uh, resources worth checking out. And a big thanks to JD for letting us share his work here on the podcast. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend and I'll be back again with you tomorrow for the Monday show. And that's where your optimal life awaits.